welcome to the Think and Unwind podcast with me, Nathan James. Now, I've been meaning to do this for quite some time. Uh, and I really do hope at least someone, at least one fucking person can enjoy this. Because, you know, I'm, I'm doing this out as a learning experience for both of us. Mostly for me, honestly. But what is this podcast? Why are you doing a podcast? Who are you? Well, let me try to answer those questions. But at the end of the day, what this podcast is, is just some fucking entertainment. Just something for you to just put, fucking put on, right? Put on your headphones, listening, you know, put this shit on and just jog. Or something and leave me as some uh, as really nice white noise or you can just actually sit down and listen to me because I would like to speak about maybe some serious things or maybe we can just sometimes just have some like stories I can tell personal experiences or, or thoughts and stuff and stuff it's essentially just me sitting down and fucking having a conversation with myself, because you're not here. I would like to have guests at some point. That would be fun. But nobody wants to be part of anything related to me. So it's going to take some time. So, yeah, let's, I don't know, let's just get, get into it. I hope you guys can enjoy this and not hate me for doing something so white. Like a podcast, but yeah. Right now, everything I'm recording is with a shitty earbud microphone. So I hope you guys can be a bit forgiving about it, but I'll get a better microphone one day. I'm, uh, the quarantine doesn't really let me get money. I, I've, I haven't been earning or spending money at all because I just haven't been leaving my home. One day, once I start earning money again, I'm going to get better equipment, slowly upgrade, and maybe, maybe I can grow an audience. <laughs> because I literally feel like I'm speaking to a wall. Uh, I hope it's not like that. I hope there's someone. This is going to be very weird. Uh, I can be very insecure. But let's use that as a segue. Insecurity. Why? Why does that happen? Why? What makes you insecure? Like, you, person listening, why do you feel insecure sometimes? What is it that makes you feel like you aren't worth it or you aren't uh, capable? Well, honestly, if I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> but... Just think about it. The way I I don't want this to be some kind of like psych like I'm not trying to be your psychotherapist, but something I've always helped, I, something I've always done to help with my like problems or insecurities is to find the root. What is the origin of that problem? 
why do you feel insecure or, or why do you feel scared of this or that? Uh, I can give you an example of like my own life in which for when I was a kid from around I'd say 9 to 10 years old I was bit by a dog by my sister's dog bit right in the fucking face like just phew, fucking like I mean I, I was lucky that it grazed me honestly but it peeled my eyelid left me a scratch well, I guess, a, yeah, kind of like a scratch on underneath, like, my eye. Well, not underneath, under my eye. And also, like, two puncture things, like, right under my lip. You might not notice that if you look on any of my photos, because that was a long time ago, and apparently I mean, it wasn't that deep to leave that deep of a scar, but it was enough to... To scare a kid <laughs> who's nine, uh, I didn't even feel the bite. But I went to the bathroom, like afterwards. I remember, like, I told the dog, bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad dog. Why? Because, like, I didn't know what, they, what the dog actually had done to me. I just got scared because I felt like it lunged at me. So I was like, bad, you don't lunge at me. And went on doing my things until I went to the bathroom because I was feeling feeling like a bit of a burning sensation on my face. A tiny bit of a burn. I was like, hmm, this is weird. I went to the fucking bathroom, turned on the lights, and looked in the mirror, and my face is just dripping blood. It's just fucking dripping. And I'm like, uh, that ain't good. I, rem I I legit just looked at myself and went, that ain't good. I went to my brother, who was in the other room, and I was like, um, hey, I think she bit me, like the dog. I think she bit me. And he was like, what? Oh, shit. And, you know, cleaned me up. I went to the clinic, whatnot. Uh, what's funny is that, you know, I wasn't, like, at the moment of the bite, I wasn't scared. I didn't cry anything because I didn't feel the bite because it was so quick, you know. It's one of those things. But it still somehow messed with my brain. Something in it. Because you'd think, logically, I wouldn't continue to be scared, right? Because I was never scared. So why would I be, like, traumatized? Why would I be untrusting of the dog if I didn't actually feel any pain? Sure, you know, they, it, it did bite me, but I shouldn't be that scared. But when I went back to the apartment and, and saw the dog, I was like, we're fine, right? And I just, like, extended my arm, not to completely pet her, pet her but kind of like above her she fucking bit my arm <laughs> she she legit bit my arm like we were sure that the first bite at my face was an accident that it really was like her lunging but since since she was old she didn't um like she couldn't see well and kind of fucked up and by accident essentially kind of like bit my face instead of properly just, I don't know, barking or something, 
But no, this time legit fucking bit my arm and and clung to it. <laughs> Just fucking was clinging to it so hard by her jaw. And I was like, oh, fuck. And now that time I did cry because I did see it happen, right? I saw it right in front of me, a dog holding on to my arm with their jaws. So I, I, I did get scared there and I did cry. And then after that, I couldn't trust a dog at all. I'd be so scared of dogs. <laughs> like, for like an, a solid year or two, I couldn't go up to a dog. Like, there was this innate fear just lingering inside of me that I, I couldn't move my arms. It was like a phobia. I saw a dog, I saw other people petting the dog so you can know it was friendly and, and whatnot. But I'd still, even though I wanted to talk, to touch that dog, I couldn't. I couldn't move my arm. I even went to like an, like an aunt's house. She had two golden retrievers. The most beautiful fucking things you can imagine. Very friendly. My mother took me by the hand. Right, and, and, and she petted the dog right in front of me and said, look, there's, there's, they still sleep. They're still sleeping. They don't even give a fuck. But I'm there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're so cute. I love them, but I can't touch them. I just can't. And it took a while. It took a while. I don't remember when I finally was able to touch a dog or go near one again, but it did take a while. And... Well, yeah, that was like the example. If once I, if I, if I didn't try to remember why I wasn't afraid of dogs, maybe I would have never gotten rid of that fear. But I did work hard to get rid of it. I was like, not all dogs can bite your face, <laughs> you know, and, and not all dogs will. I mean, like, come on, it's fine, it's fine. Just, I just kept telling myself that. And at some point, uh, I was able to touch dogs again. I mean, I don't touch any kind of stray dogs. Those guys are scary. I'm going to be honest to you. I still have a few nerves. <laughs> I still get very nervous when I encounter a dog, a stray dog. Because I go like, will they bite me randomly? Or will they not? I've come across a very aggressive stray dogs and they do scare the shit out of me <laughs> but like everything has an origin that's some kind of like the that's a bit of a basic I like concept from psychology is that your brain your behavior is all influenced Sure, there are some things that are like innate. Are like, I'd, I'd say innate is innate the proper term. Uh, that you are born with some attributes that you are born with, right? But most of like I don't quote me on this, but I'd say around like ninety nine percent, maybe ninety, maybe only ninety percent. I don't know, but I'd say it's more of what you are and what the person of the kind of person that you are and everything is just by circumstance it's by your like context it's by where you are 
by who raises you and stuff. That's, that's why many people who are raised by their parents get personalities similar to their parents. Unless they don't like their parents. And so then they might get a reverse parent. Like a, no, not a reverse. An opposite personality or something like that. I'm not a psychologist, so I can't really say. But it's usually kind of like that, you know? Like father likes son. Or the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's all about that shit. It's because you copy. When you're a kid, you copy and you copy. That's why you gotta be very careful with kids. Because they copy. They, they, they absorb information like you could never fucking imagine. They absorb information like you have five Red Bulls and you might just have the information absorption. The absorption of information that a kid has. Because they're just unconsciously, or rather maybe subconsciously, taking in every little thing that everyone does and just mimicking it. That is how we learn. That is how we learn. We do everything by mimic. It's like speech. Have you ever thought, wow, I have to spend years and years studying a language, to, like a second language, to properly say I'm fluent, right? Like I, for example, took six years of French. I'm still shit at it. <laughs> and I took six years. And you could not come up to me and speak French because I would not understand you. I'd maybe get a few words, but I have not been... I, I, and then again, I was a pretty shitty student at French. I hated going to that academy. Uh, mostly because I hated the schedule. I hated that it was literally at this... It was always at the same time. All of my friends would go out, so I'd have to go to, to classes instead of going out. So yeah, I was a shitty one. <laughs> But I think, still, it takes. Uh, it's gonna take less than what it took me to know nothing. But it, it can take you say I don't know four years, five years to like completely learn a language. How long does it take a kid? And this look, this is you taking four to five years already knowing a language, and just having to learn a second one which essentially is just translation, just learning a second set of symbols for like a concept you already know. For example, you know that pants, you know what pants are, right? Pants, the things that go on your legs, those are pants. You see the word P-A-N-T-S, pants. That collection of letters in that sequence mean something to you. Your brain goes like, yes, these five letters together in that order mean the thing on your legs. All you gotta do is add to that definition of thing on your legs another set of letters. That is all. That's all you have to do. You don't have to learn the concept. You already know the concept. You already know what a pant is. <laughs> right? You don't need you don't need to know like what is a shirt. You know what a shirt is. Now you just need to know another name for it. It's easy. It's easy compared to say you being someone who knows no language, right? And you need somebody to explain to you what the word I don't know 
uh, reason. What is reason? How do you explain that to someone? If you had like a tribesman in front of you, how do you exp explain like, like the word reason to them? Say the reason I did this. Like the, you have to use other words to explain that word. And like where those, where do like those words come from? They're just like, like how the fuck did we come up with those words? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where did we come up with the? Where did the come from? What is that? How did a, a, a caveman learn that language? I mean, it, obviously it did not come from a caveman. For it. The, or, the original the, where did that come from? You know what I mean? It's, it's just like an added thing that we somehow did at some point. <laughs> And and the only way we could keep that going is by kids. But kids learn that. Kids learn that. Somehow they learn that. Now all we have to do is like, oh, what's the in, I don't know, Spanish? You go like, el or la. Right? That's it. Oh, you know what the means. So you don't have to learn what el, el or la means. You already just, you just fucking related. So I, I always find it fascinating how kids can just somehow understand you they somehow fucking understand you when you speak and they do it in a few years <laughs> they, like how <laughs> it's it's so it's that's for you to like just contemplate or or appreciate how much they can comprehend how much they absorb and decipher their brains are fucking working 10 times as much as we as, as ours now ours nowadays <laughs> we bro i fucking watch netflix all day like what, what how are we using our brains at that level we could go i mean then again it's like it's kind of like a i think it's kind of like an emergency setting on your brain in which your brain just works fucking like a hundred percent it goes at a hundred like let's say you're normally like at uh, 60% efficiency, fuck it, your brain goes at 100% when it's in an emergency situation in which it doesn't understand anything, I feel like that's what it is, because if you go, for example, to, I say for example a lot, don't I, but say you go to a foreign country, right, you got, uh, and they don't speak your language, but you're fucking thrown in there, somebody's just, I don't know, they just threw you out of a plane and said, fuck you, and left you in Albania. <laughs> you have no way home or anything, and but you were thankfully adopted by the, the, this lovely couple, but they only speak Albanian, which I don't know if that's an actual language, but whatever they speak in Albania, they only speak that. What the fuck do you do? You just have to learn the language. You have to learn the language somehow. Right, but you you actually do you are able to learn it. It's like those people who go to like the the Amazon and learn the tribes, like different dialects, and and, and shit. They are able to learn it because by being there, your brain goes like, well, fuck, I'm gonna have to work it now, right? Oh, if you insist, <laughs> and and you do it, I feel like it it has something to do with that. But still, again, you'd just be translating. I'm being, like, they show you a bed. You already know what the bed is for. 
So you just learned the name. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Kids are very important. And you have to be very careful with kids around you. Don't say stupid shit in front of kids. I'm one of those people who doesn't swear in front of kids. Not that, I mean, I'm swearing now. So obviously I do not find it to be a sin. <laughs> but I just don't find it appropriate. Appropriate. I, I just don't. I, I feel like it, it's... You gotta, like, keep a certain level of purity around other people. It is something about, like, respect, right? I wouldn't say it in front of a very, like, old man, like a, an elderly person, or especially if they're very, like, wise. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to a monk's, like, temple and just start saying shit. <laughs> because it's it, it doesn't belong there, right? I feel like I have to speak with more eloquence. I don't I don't swear when I'm with my family unless it's with my brothers. But for example, like my my father, I don't say like I don't swear in front of him because I feel like uh, I shouldn't. It's it's like an I don't know it's something that's ingrained in my head probably from the education that I got. Maybe if I wasn't educated that way, I wouldn't care. But what am I gonna do? But I don't swear in front of kids. I feel like you shouldn't. Like, they're going to learn to swear one day, and I'm fine with it. Do with them doing that, like, 14, 15. But it's, there's something weird about hearing a kid at 7 saying, go, oh, fuck you, you little bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> Even though I have my friends who do, like, swear in front of, like, other kids and shit. I'm like, yo, fuck you, <laughs> stop saying that. Or another example, I smoke, right? I do smoke. I'm not gonna say it's good. I do not ad. Uh, I do not advocate advocate smoking. Do not smoke. Do not get into smoke. Do not try smoking. It reels you in. It, it don't even think. I'll oh, just one. I'll just wanna try it. Like even if you try it and you don't like it, you will come back. I it happened to me. I didn't like it at first. I went back. Whatever. I smoke, but I don't. But when a kid, you know, or or passes by me like at the street, I at least try to like. I wouldn't say hide the cigarette. I'm not hiding the fact that I'm smoking. I'm hiding like the smoke from the kid, you know. So I put it to like a side or something for for the kid not to breathe in the air, at all, right? I just like I or I lift my arm up and just wait for them to pass to continue on smoking. Uh, I mean, you should do that with anyone, right? You're not supposed to pour smoke into their face. But I really concentrate on not having a kid around me when I smoke, even if it's one of my friends' like little brother, right? His little brother's tagging along and I'm smoking. I'm going to be behind the brother so that the wind like takes the smoke behind me and not towards the brother. But I'll have friends who do smoke in front of that little kid, and I'm not okay with that. I tell them, hey, don't do that. So, like, you get them used to the smell of smoke, and they might start smoking themselves easily. You know, one day they're going to try it, and if they're used to the smell of smoke, it's not going to taste that bad to them, so they might even get into it. Don't doom someone into smoking, man. Or, 
or yeah, or, or also the second like secondhand smoking, you're you're fucking up their lungs already, and they're not even doing anything. Yeah, and like they see me smoking, they're going to want to smoke too. At some point, they're gonna go like, "That's cool." That's cool, Nathan. Give me a bit of that smoky, smoky smoke. I'm like, no. Unless you give me five bucks to buy myself some more, I ain't giving you shit, kid. And then they come back with five bucks, and well, you know, a deal is a deal, but I ain't giving it free, so I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, be careful with kids, man. I find kids to be pure creatures. <laughs> They're not, though. They're complete psychopaths. They are the worst human beings <laughs> you can possibly imagine. Like, we are at our worst when we are kids because we are pieces of absolute shit. We have to learn... Like, we have to learn to share. If you don't teach a kid to share, they won't. Unless, you know, they see a parent sharing all the time and whatnot, and then they copy, right? Or, or can you be born... I mean, I guess you can be born with high levels of empathy, that too. But most kids will probably not learn to share if they're not taught it at some point, some way, Right? And, 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 and we bully people for the tiniest differences. I mean, I guess, I mean, that hasn't changed even when we're adults. Like, like racism. How stupid is racism, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, you have a darker skin tone. You're worse than me. Ew. It's like, the fuck? <laughs> How... <laughs> How does that, like, that's literally childish. That's like when a, like a kid sees a redhead. They go like, ah, ha, 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 he has orange hair. He's different than the rest of us blondies. Let's beat him up. <laughs> like, that's just stupidly childish. Why are you, like, clowning on a guy who's who's got a darker skin tone? I mean, well, of course, now, ra I mean, racism isn't that good of an example, especially since it's been in, like, it's much more of a historical thing than just, uh, ew, you're worse than me, you know, from, like, the whole, like, slavery, and then it created this, ing like, ingrained stereotype in, in, in many people's head that black people were just simply, like, slaves and whatnot, and then when they got their liberty, they still felt like, ah, they're still worse than me. I'm still better and whatnot. But, but it is stupid. It is stupid. When I, whenever, my, whenever I do have a kid, and my kid will eventually ask why a certain man is brown and not white, kind of white, kind of yellowish like me, I'll be able to tell them uh, that's just how he is. Kind of like how that person over there has curly hair. He just has darker skin. It's, uh, it's, it's just a difference people can have. You will find many others like him. You will find many others with blue eyes. Others with green eyes. 
and so on. It's just a, a thing. That's how I will explain race, quote-unquote, to, fr- to my kid. And that way, they won't even grow up thinking of, of, of black people as a separate kind of people. They'll just go like, oh, they are people, just people, not black people, they're people, right? <laughs> and, and just like how you don't go like curly hair people and straight hair people, you, it's just people. <laughs> I feel like the only thing that should differentiate you is your culture, right? And not, I don't mean in a discriminatory way, I mean, or in a discriminating way, but rather just different like if you want to be proud and different you can go like oh i'm jewish or oh i'm albanian or or, i mean that's not culture that's nationality but but you get what i mean i just can't think of any cultures that aren't nationalities why i don't know Uh, oh, I'm Quechua, you know, from, like, Incan, Peru. Oh, I'm Quechua, and whatnot. It's like, oh, okay. You can have those differences. But the kid, at least, doesn't grow up thinking, oh, that is a different kind of person. That that influences, man. That does influence. Uh, and that way he doesn't beat up the black kid on the playground if, the, if like, the school is full of white kids and, and there's only one black kid. And that way he won't beat up the only Jewish kid in the entire fucking school, right? Because they're psychopaths. Kids will do that. Kids are the fucking worst. They don't give a shit about other people. They don't care. They don't care what you think, what you, what you feel. Nothing. Like you, you sending a love poem to your crush in like second grade. No, well not second. You won't have a crush at like in fifth grade. Oh, I just intercepted that message, and now I'm going to read it out loud. Cause fuck you, I like humiliating you. <laughs> They'll just be like that, like, ha, 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 I get to humiliate you, now you're crying. That's funny. That is funny. Or sometimes it's even worse. They don't even understand why you're crying. Like, they're being assholes, and they don't even know it. So they're like, what? Why are you crying? What? Did I just hurt your feelings? No. We, I, I don't know, like, humans can be such pieces of shit to each other, can't they? They're, they can be such cunts. I mean, just look at the news. Like, we can go crazy. We can, we can hate an entire race of people for some fucking reason. Uh, yeah. And a lot of it is from how we are raised. What goes into our heads as a baby, as a kid, and as a teenager? What happens to us? Let me give you a little something that I learned about stereotypes a, a, while, a while back. I think my brother explained this to me. Again, don't quote me on this, and do not take anything I say with a 100% like 
Like don't don't take anything a hundred percent faithfully. Like with a hundred percent faith, rather. Fuck. Sorry. Stupid. Stupid brain ain't brain ain't working today. And I'm starting the podcast. Uh, what a good what a great time to start the podcast when my brain isn't working. But yeah, stereotypes. How does that work? Why does your brain create stereotypes? At least how I was explained to me, and which makes logical sense, is that your brain is efficient. Your brain doesn't like to do processes repeatedly all the time, right? That's where I say muscle memory comes from. You don't, you're not thinking through, oh, what am I doing with my like limbs? No, you just you just do it. You you activate a button. You go like, play guitar, and you're you're just able to do it. Like, play, Wonderwall, Oasis, and your your fingers cut themselves off because fuck that. They're done with that. <laughs> they they don't want any more of that shit. But any other song, you just fucking press that button and you play it, you you aren't even thinking about what notes you're playing, what chords, you're just going for it. And your brain does that same thing with everything else it can, because it's more efficient for it. it, it's easier. So, where does a stereotype come from? A stereotype comes from experiences, enough experiences, experiences with a type of person to create a stereotype. For example, if you see a, again for example, fuck, sorry, if you see a Mexican serving hot dogs at a hot hot dog stand, and then you see another Mexican at another stand, selling an other kind of food, and then an other Mexican in another stand. Your brain will create a stereotype in that which all people who work at stands are Mexican. (laughs) And so the next time you see someone at a stand who isn't Mexican, your brain is going to literally be confused. And you don't even know why. You're going to be like, wait a second, what? Why is there a white man at the stand? <laughs> and I know racist, but it's because of how you you tr- you allow your brain to to trick itself into thinking that's okay, right? You see enough Mexicans with marachas, your brain thinks marachas equals a Mexican. <laughs> a Mexican will always have his marachas at the ready. And that way, the next time you see a Mexican, you don't have to analyze him. You don't have to search him, see what what does he have on on him, what kind of clothes is he wearing. Nothing. You can just you you see the guy, you go like, oh, he's he's he just told me he's Mexican. I already know his entire lifestyle because I've met enough Mexicans that all have very similar lifestyles that now I can assume he does have one too, which is logical. You can't really blame your brain for it, can you? Because it's just doing what is the most rational thing. 
it sees and it's just trying to recognize a pattern. It doesn't know what it's doing, it's just recognizing a pattern. And that also, that's where like fucking racial profiling comes from. If a cop has an, enough occurrences in which a black man, say, has a gun on him and tries to aggressively attack the cop, it might change the, the cop's view on black people. I am not, by the way, disclaimer. <laughs> or is it? No. Disclaimer? I don't know. I'm not defending like cops and 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 like the racist things that have happened with cops or not nothing. I'm just giving it a, uh, a hypothetical. Say like a new a new recruit is in and his first three cases, which had some kind of firearms involved, they all had black people. What does the brain of that recruit do? It goes like. Hmm, it seems like if I'm going to have to work with a black man, they're probably going to have a gun on them. It is the most rational thing to do, right? But it isn't the right thing to do. It's, it's a pattern we shouldn't try to recognize. Because there, in reality, there isn't an, an 100% pattern when it comes to humans. You can give me fucking statistics about how this race is involved in this in, in this amount of crime and this percentage of like the crimes. So you could say like, oh yeah, but they do though. It's like, but there's also other statistics, right? How many of that race are poor? How many poor people do crime? How many of these are uneducated? How many of them are educated? What not, what not, what not. It's not just a race and, and crime thing, by the way, guys. And also, you got to look at the origin of those things. Say, oh, the 60% of Mexicans in America haven't gone to university. They're uneducated in that way. It must mean, if you can't just give a conclusion that, oh, it must mean that they're, stu- they're too stupid for college Mexicans. No. It means that sixty percent of them were maybe too poor to go to college. To to college, they had to do other things. Maybe a lot of them were illegal, and they couldn't go to college because they don't have the fucking papers and whatnot. It's not because they're stupid. It's because of other things. There are other factors in uh, a fucking statistic, or maybe some of them just didn't want to go to college. <laughs> It doesn't mean that they were, they, oh, they, it must mean Mexicans are poor, they're all illegal, and they're stupid. That's not how it works. That's not how humans work. <laughs> it's just simply not how humans work. So that's where, like, stereotypes come from. Especially, especially the whole, you look at a guy's face and you know where they're from. Which, again, rational, right? Like... It's it's alright, I guess, to assume that a person with kind of like a darker skin tone, it's understandable to think that that guy is Mexican if he has many features. If you've encountered many other Mexicans and they've all had similar facial features, your brain, what it does is, oh, look, 
I just recognize this pattern. People with this kind of a nose and these kind of eyes and this kind of chin, they all seem to have been Mexican. So that must mean that these, these eyes, nose, and chin are Mexican eyes, nose, and chins. And that's what it does. It just goes like, ha ha, I have deciphered it. <laughs> but then one day you're going to find a guy with those eyes, nose, and chin who's from fucking Iceland. And you're going to go like, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, be, if you, if, though, if you, how do you combat this? Everybody has stereotypes in their head. Don't think you don't. I'm not saying everybody's racist. I wouldn't say it's racist because just because you have a stereotype doesn't mean you hate that person, right? Like I said with the, the recognizing facial features and knowing their origin. Just because you know, like, you're, you're just trying to recognize them. You don't, it doesn't mean you hate their origin. So, yeah, it's all about the brain, the patterns, and everything it does. Probably going to cut down some of that because I might have been a bit repetitive, but that that's how stereotypes are made at least that's how it, it was explained to me. So you see how the brain can just create patterns or rather recognize patterns and simply draw conclusions and does that while you grow up. It tries to absorb, observe and observe, and it adds that new info every day to its storage, and then kind of tries to, to find shit out, trying to see things. And it takes some time. How many times have you looked back at a moment and have noticed more things than in the moment? Especially when it comes to human behavior, right? Like... You just had a conversation with someone and you go back home. How many times have you looked back at that conversation and go, uh, and go like, hmm, this person seemed like distressed. They seemed a bit anxious. They were very distracted. They weren't listening to me a lot. What could this possibly mean? At the moment, you didn't think about that. You were just having a conversation. Later on, you, were, you start remembering how, what their face looks like. What does that mean for you? Like, like, what does your brain remember this facial gesture means? What, do, what is it related to? Oh, the eyes looking that way, the her being a bit distracted, she must be anxious. I mean, you can have the same level of analysis at the present time if you try hard, but you're going to be better at it in foresight, looking back at something, you're going to analyze things much better because your brain has had time to compute it all, <laughs> to deduce things. You know when you get in the shower and you win them really good arguments? When you come back with, with when you just get that comeback that could make that other person cry to sleep every single night for the rest of their days? It's because your brain was working on it. And when you're showering, it works on it even more because you're not doing anything. So it's just trying to think. And since that, that argument troubled you, it is trying to get 
a comeback because it didn't it doesn't realize that you have already lost the argument it doesn't know <laughs> so it, it feels like it can still do it it's still working its ass off it's still racing <laughs> even though you've lost completely and then it comes up with it and it's and, and satisfied with itself and then you smile in the shower as if you had a weapon, as if you, as if you had mercy on the other guy, or on the other person. <laughs> it's like, ha, huh, I could have destroyed him, but I chose not to. And that way you feel good with yourself for the rest of the day. How beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. What am I talking about? Is this a stand-up? Did you know this is what I do uh, many days, like many days a week. I just sit down and start talking about something to myself. So I was like, why not record it and make it a podcast? And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm, walk, I'm pacing around. I don't know if you can hear that. I shouldn't be pacing. But, yeah. That's what I do all the fucking time. I'm fascinated with psychology. I wish I could get some psychologist guests, uh, some, like, or maybe, not psychologists person. Why am I pronouncing that so badly? Sorry if I am pronouncing shit weirdly. Uh, I haven't been in the States for years. I'm still ha- I'm still not in the States. I'm going to be going there next year. So I haven't had Americans speak into my ears and me speak with Americans a lot. So I think I might have a bit of a Latino accent going on. That's all right. It adds to the exoticness. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, I, I can... I'd like to speak to someone about something about psychiatry, psychology, whatever. Just lay back with them, just really fucking admire the human brain and how stupid we can be. <laughs> because it's beautiful, isn't it? It's, it's magnificent. Now, to stay back, to stay on, like, topic, I guess, we go back to kids. Take care of your kids. Uh... And we, we, we learn, well, we never stop learning. The whole thing about you can't teach an old dog new tricks, it's kind of true, but it's not absolutely true. If it's not so deeply ingrained into a person's brain, you can change them. But if it, it really is, if say they were, uh, I don't know, like an old Nazi scientist who experimented on Jews, I don't think you can really change him. He probably, he probably was, he's probably very far gone. <laughs> yeah. But if your dad, per se, had some, was a bit racist, he never killed black people, he never hurt, like, attacked black people or anything, but he did always have a sense of superiority over them, you could probably change him. That's not too bad, like, in the sense of, like, he's not too far gone. He's all right. You can, you can, 
you can fix him easy. He just has old traditions in his head. But the brain always analyzing shit. So you gotta be careful with what you see, what you do, what you touch. Because even if you're not if you don't know it, your brain is working in the background. And sometimes I mean you sometimes it doesn't even know what the fuck it's doing and it doesn't have it 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 <laughs> It does not have common sense. Your brain is stupid. Your brain is completely fucking stupid. Like it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just fucking idiotic, really. Like the things your brain would do is incredible. <laughs> it it gets confused so easily, and 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 it does what like things would be the most logical per se like oh yeah this is totally what is the most logical thing to think right now but it, like it forgets that humans aren't things and then it kind of fucks with it you know like when you're addicted to porn you start thinking that porn somehow is like real sex and somehow all women are sluts and they're ready to fuck you at any second of the day it's like, why does the brain think that? Why does the brain come to that conclusion? It is so stupid. <laughs> How can it confuse virtual like entertainment with reality? And that's how it is. It it doesn't it can't differentiate differentiate dif differentiate fuck like a lie from a truth. It just takes the information as an absolute and that is it. You're fucked. So be careful. Be careful with everything you do. Uh, keep your kids safe. You know, I wouldn't say have them like evade everything. I mean, they're you've, you you can't keep them in this safe haven kind of like or in this safety bubble kind of thing. It ain't gonna work. Why? Because they're going to be exposed one day, and if they've they've they're exposed after being hidden for so long, they're gonna get fucked. If you could somehow get a safety bubble around them for the entirety of their life and have them never find out about I don't know drugs, like porn, alcohol, somehow they never even come across that for the rest of their lives. Good on you. But it's impossible parenting, so you you can't have a safety bubble. You've gotta. Sometimes the best thing you can do is expose it to them yourself, and just have them learn. You know, just have them learn how to react upon it. I'm not saying show your kid porn. Do not do that. That is that is not good. But he will find it one day, and if you do find out he is watching finally some porn you can instead of going like johnny stop jacking off johnny no you are not allowed to go on those sites if i ever see you on that again i'm gonna take your ipad away you haven't taught them shit you just you just threatened them so what are they going to do Whenever they're sure that you you won't catch them, they'll do it. And whenever they move out, they'll do it. <laughs> because the only thing they know about that is that you get mad of, of 
for it. They don't actually think of it as bad or as harmful to their brains. So, but if you sit them down and go like, hey, let me explain to you why you shouldn't be watching this, especially not at such a young age and whatnot, they might actually not want to watch it because they go like, oh, you haven't prohibited it, prohibited, prohibited it from me. You've, you've just explained to me that it's better if I don't. That's what my parents said to me about drinking. And even though, even even though, even though I do technically drink underaged, uh, I'm not saying give your kids alcohol either. But hear what I'm saying. Uh, I went out. I finally found alcohol when I was like 15. I had my first experience with alcohol. It was at a school trip. That's a story for another day. Uh, my my parents were like. You can't drink, right? That's that's not cool for you. You can really fuck up. You you can become an idiot. You can do very very stupid and sometimes even illegal shit if you drink while you're a teenager like that because you can get way over in your head. So please don't drink. I will let you go to parties, but don't drink. I went to my first party. I didn't drink. I'm not gonna fuck up my first party. I went to my second party, I don't think I drank either. My third party I started drinking and every every single one after that I drank, even though I got my ass beat a solid four times for having drinking. Not, I um, let me repeat, I didn't get drunk. Just drink, like any amount. <laughs> now, what happened when I, when I started drinking? I'm lucky that I didn't go all out because I was fearful of getting drunk, but I would drink a bit. I feel like, oh, I'm not getting drunk, I drink more. Like, oh, okay, this is an effect. But I feel all right. The next party, I'll drink more because I go like, I could take more, I'm fine. Next party, more and more. Uh, until one party, I got very cocky <laughs> and got drunk off my balls. Had a very bad experience. But after that, since my parents made me go like, you are not sleeping this off. Uh, so you're going to stay awake an entire day with that hangover and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, fine, that's, that's fair. It, it was fair because I did disobey and I, and, I, and I came back home at like 5 a.m. or something like that. And I, and I turned off my phone and shit, so I had them worried. So I did feel bad. I was like, okay, this is a just punishment. But since I had to stay awake, I felt that, that, um... Hangover. Never again have I gotten drunk. I do drink, but I drink responsibly. Like, like I drink until a good amount of effect has taken upon me. I feel like, okay, I've got a good buzz going. I'm happy. I'm not stupid happy. I'm just very happy. I, I'm more confident in myself, and, I'm, and the world is moving a bit, but not too much for me to fall over and shit. I'm good. And I stop drinking for the rest of the night. I'm, I reach that peak, and I stop, and I'm good. And I have a very great time. I never cross my, like, line again. I don't, I don't get overly excited. Like, other teenagers who go like, Oh, I can finally drink. My, my parents finally told me I can drink. And then they just fucking have, like, 20 shots. And, and, and they get fucked up. And then they get fucked up again because they just sleep it off or something. 
sure they get a hangover but then like their parents give them a pill or something and the hangover doesn't hurt at all or whatever and they just get over it and then and then they're the ones that that are, that are complete alcoholics by like 21 they drink until they vomit until they puke and then they drink more and then they puke then they drink more then they puke and, it, and it's like how the fuck are you having a good time <laughs> uh I mean, I smoke, I shouldn't be smoking, but that's something I feel like you can't even avoid. Like, that's just, you gotta hope your kid doesn't like it and doesn't do it. I, 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 I do plan on quitting at some point. Uh, I do plan, or at least, uh, I mean, I don't smoke that heavily, like, at all, like, I... Not, I'd say, not even a pack a week. Not even. Like, I, I barely say half a pack a week. At most. A pack of ten. So, like, five, six a week at most. So, I am reducing it. I'm getting rid of that. Guys, stay away from it. I know when somebody says don't do something, you want to do something. That's another fucking rebellious thing about brains. For some reason, that when when somebody says no, you want to do yes because fuck them <laughs> and don't do it. it it's it, it's literally nothing. I don't know why people do it, and uh, it, it it's stupid. But yeah, like ever ever since I got drunk, and since they they didn't beat the absolute shit out of me. But rather, they gave me something that would kind of like scare me from ever getting drunk again. And then afterwards, they said, okay, Alan, you can drink, but drink responsibly, right? If you ever come back drunk again, I'm going to whoop your ass and you're going to have to do this time again. But you can drink, have fun. You already know that when you drink too much, you don't have fun. So do the logical thing and don't drink too much. And, and, that, and that kept me good. I, don't, I, only, I only drink when I go to parties. Only when I go to parties and and I drink enough amount for me to be happy and nothing more. That's it. You're not gonna find me drinking alone on the weekend, like uh, on my balcony or something. I'm not in. So like alcohol is not a problem in my life. It's just not, and that's great. I feel like my parents did a good job. I mean, it it is something about. Like, you gotta also be careful about your kids' like personality. It's not like a one kind of parenting is perfect for all. That's not how it works, is it? You've gotta kind of like learn your own kid and learn how to treat them. Learn how, how like they respond to different things and, and teach them well something. And don't do shit in front of kids, because they will learn it. Do good things in front of kids. Like, like, go out of your way to do, like, something you want your kid to do, so that they learn it. Go, like, I don't know, if... Say you want your kid to learn to share, because you've noticed that they've been kind of, like, uh, possess possessive about certain things, they're like toys and whatnot. You you in front of them, every time you're fucking in front of them, give something to someone. Just fucking go like here's my whatnot. Even if it's not yours. 
just act like it is and the kid is going to go like oh wow she she or he is giving that person something of their own possession i guess that's fine maybe i should be i should do that too because that seems like that's okay and both of them are happy for some reason so that must mean i also get happy humans work out of self interest because we are animals at like the at 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 our most savage we are animals we are just super monkeys we have good big brains and and shit but we're still kind of like animals we are our priorities are always ourselves we won't do something if it doesn't make us happy unless it's to avoid pain you know like by that i mean you won't do something that you don't want to do unless you're threatened to do it right for example you're not going to do homework if you don't want, if you don't like doing that kind of ho- like work but you will do it because you might get a bad grade and that shit you don't want a bad grade because who knows what happens to you right so it's a threat so you're like okay i'm not doing this out of pleasure i'm doing this to avoid pain but it's you it's everything is you and it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing it's just a thing that you must know that that's how humans react so always try to make it like that uh that's why it, there's always been the debate about how do you parent a kid do you like do you use like the reward system with kindness and 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 uh, generosity and what not and lo- or do you use fear i mean both ways can be very effective i'd say they will have different effects on the king but they i still say they're pretty effective it being good or bad that's like a topic for another day too but i i i would tell you this what do you want your kid to think of you you know what i mean like one of them one of those methods is when to make them love you more than the other i can tell you out of experience that the fear one really does not help you with your relationship it really fucks you up with so i'd say that the reward system is good and fear works when the reward isn't enough for some fucking reason because some kids can have a personality that is very stubborn and is and simply won't do something they will go out of their way they will sacrifice some sort of benefit say you give them a candy or what not they will sacrifice that candy even if they love that candy they will sacrifice it to just not do what you said so again there you can kind of use the fear but just because you use the fear don't get rid of the reward man don't get rid of the reward don't just shift to fear you still use the reward still create that relationship in their head that that good things come from doing this the brain learns it that way use the whole pattern rec- like recognition that your brain does on a daily basis for the rest of your life use it to your advantage use it to your advantage use it for yourself too like that's how you can teach yourself to like things more say i don't know like you 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 find yourself to be so lazy every day you don't want to do your work or what not fine 
how about this? You make yourself little goals of your work. Goals are very good because every time you finish a goal, you get a release of dopamine. It's dopamine, right? Yeah, it is dopamine. Every time you 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 fin you, you complete a goal, you reach a goal, you get a tiny little boost of dopamine. So that and already that's a reward system for you. So so if you have like a big assignment, separate that into many parts. As many little parts that you can, but let them be big enough for them to actually give you some kind of boost, right? Say you got to make a summary for a book. Make every single chapter a, a goal. You're like, okay, first chapter, let's do this. You finish the first chapter, fuck yeah, I just did the first chapter. You get that dopamine level. You're like, oh, yes. Don't think, oh, I'm only like, say, if the book has like 10 chapters, oh, I'm only one-tenth of the way done. No, say, I just finished the first chapter don't say anything more and just go with it and you'll see that you'll be more motivated to do it and if you want to add to it you can go like every chapter i can have a fucking cookie one of those really really good like oatmeal cookies that grandma made or whatever i can have one of those you're gonna have 10 cookies by the end you're gonna get fat but you finish you you finish the fucking summary right something like that just give fucking train yourself it works it really does work and you can find that on many articles i know that does work like you you can quote me on that because i've read that shit a lot it it and no not on magazines okay i do actually like to read something a bit more true <laughs> and reliable uh yeah that's how the the brain the patterns it all does it See, I, somehow I've, I've I've been able to keep this on topic. I don't know if this is how to raise your kids or how the brain recognizes patterns, but either way, I've stayed on topic. Just, uh, yeah. Remember, your brain likes patterns. You should break the patterns when you notice you're making them and you don't want them, and you should make the patterns when you notice... You want something to be done easier for you. Break the whole pattern of like, oh, all people who look like this do this. That is not true. You're, you're creating a stereotype. Get rid of that. But create a pattern of, oh, look, every time I do, uh, every time I write a chapter of, of my book, I get a, a good coffee <laughs> I get a really nice coffee or I get to lounge really nice in my bathtub so your brain goes like oh a good time equals finishing that chapter boom fucking pattern created and now you're going to be happy writing that chapter it's not a chore anymore think about it something to think about alright I think that's enough for today that's enough ranting on my part. I'm going to have to cut this down a bit. I say a bit, a lot. Thanks for listening, if you still are. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I said I said it. Thank you. You, John. The, the only person listening to me right now. Thank you. Oh, is that Christina, too? Thank you, too, Christina. I'm very happy that you guys are, are here listening. 
if you feel like anything I've said has been wrong, DM me. Uh, please, I would like to learn. I don't. Uh, I'm not here to just say my ideas and then feel like I am right all the time. I'm. I. This is a learning experience for both of us. Just a time to reflect on things and think and just chill. Kind of like the title of this. Hmm. Thinking unwind. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or if you find if you guys can think of any kind of cool topic to talk about next time dm me that too i will like your message if i feel like that is a good topic and i will look that mean if i like it that means i will be looking into it and will probably be speaking about it at some point not necessarily the next podcast next episode but at some episode i will or if you want to correct me about this Send me another one. I will like your message. I won't. I I don't want to respond. I get. I already get a good amount of DMs that. They're kind of tiring, man. Like like. I do care like about fans and stuff, but if you guys are just gonna say hi and then when I respond with hi, you don't know what to say and stuff. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> And, and and a lot of pe- I I'm not a chatty person. I I I only speak with one person or one or two people on like my own WhatsApp and shit. So, so speaking to a lot of fans that I don't have whatever, but speaking to people, it's not my thing. I will respond maybe, maybe won't, but if I like your message, be be fucking like sure that I did see it and I'm taking note of that and I will be reading about what you just sent me. You can follow me on nathan.james02. That's my Instagram handle. Uh, Follow that, please. If you like this podcast, I don't know if you can like it or whatnot. But uh, just, yeah, maybe follow it. If you if you found like that was chill, please tell me. If you really like this, tell me. DM me that. I will be so happy to know that people are actually enjoying this, and that I'm not doing this on my own, <laughs> with nobody listening. Right. Thank you guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye bye.